All right, next to the bubbling waterfall <laughs> here at the Spanked Puppy with Ted Tomlinson. Great I know, I'm supposed to be so high energetic, but with the waterfall going, I feel so at peace. I'm very zen. Very zen and mellowed out. And just sitting outside, it's got a nice breeze going and the water. Also, after a long weekend, might have something to do with it. it so you're going to have to goose me if I start <laughs> losing the, well, the if energy. You're not off, uh, if you're not off, we'll certainly uh, we'll send one of the one of the birds that's uh, making nests here at we the We do, outback. yeah. We've been following this uh, all weekend. We have a, a right in here our gazebo. We have a robin that has uh, four little chicks. Maybe is that a little? Um, I guess so. Would they all be chicks? Well, uh, would they be chicks or would they be fledglings? I think they're it's eagles, right? What I don't know. Who, whatever. They're not eagles. It's they're, here. They're not eagles. Robins are not. You no, know, they are not eagles. Uh, <laughs> Rob- anyway, it's been Robins. fascinating to watch. Yeah. Uh, while everybody here is eating, so are these uh, young so birds. The baby robins are having. Their- we won't be having worms on our on our menu. <laughs> no. It's not. We're not drawing any inspiration from that. Nor squat at all. No, none of that. Right. It is. Uh, <laughs> none of that. But it's. Uh, we've got new life. We've got spring. We've got. <laughs> All of that good stuff. I think going on. I think we have sprinted past spring right into summer. Well, there is spring that. Spring was a very nice three days this year, <laughs> and uh, having it in the nineties this weekend yes. was brutal. Uh, I'm sure I sound terrible. The allergies and the pollen. I've never been I'm whacked hearing that from like this. Everybody, um, excuse me. Uh, and of course, now that everybody's so excited to be outside. Everybody is breathing in all the pollen. Now there's no masks, you know what I mean, to filter everything. So (laughs) it almost, even though everybody's vaccinated, healthy, looking good, if you were to hear some of us, it sounds like we're right at the beginning of this pandemic Mm. with the coughing and the sneezing. You raise a point. You mean there could have been a benefit to masks after all that kept us from kind of having our runny noses and our our allergy symptoms? It's not allergies. It's just a pollen or something Mm. this year. But I'm happy to be outside. Everybody's happy to be outside. Uh, It's been seeing... And and it, it I, I don't think there's so much that's too too much different, really. I think people with masks, you know, depending on the guidelines and where you were, you were still able to, to congregate. But now, for some reason, it just has that feeling of optimism. A, the weather's finally changed. There's hope. You don't have to wear the masks. And now, all of a sudden, people are dancing with the live music and yes. big parties, and people are hanging out. Well, we just had and- this impromptu party breakout in the middle of the spank yeah. party, in the middle of the afternoon. There were just people kind of hanging out, having some food. Well, who doesn't want to have a good time to Rick Astley? You know, there you I go. Mean, the 80s music playing. Course, that must you know, have been it. That, wanna, that starts well, anything. Do you think it could be because the, the, the Friends reunion is about to burst upon us? Oh, I know it. So we're back in the 80s and the 90s. How much? How much money do you think they're going to get paid for that? Well, they could have said any number. You know that. True. Uh, yes. Any number. So true. But it's become such a phenomenon. I mean, now everybody is uh, planning planning friends reunion parties and the, uh, the all of the 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 lines and the scenes and everything and everybody's reliving it. And so it, uh, it I think that's it. I think we're, we're all it could it could be connected back with we're finally getting back outside because we want to remember the good times. We want to remember uh, want to remember times when we didn't have to care about breathing on each other and wearing masks yeah. and social distancing and any of that stuff. So and, and and this is, in one sense, we all kind of 
globally, we went through war together in one we sense. Absolutely did. Uh, I, I, the thought that I had is, you know, Vermont was, it, this was no picnic. Um, we were pretty isolated from some spots. Some spots got it worse than others and such. But this truly affected the entire world's population. Everybody is going to have some sort of experience from this. Now people are getting together. We all have something in common that we could. I mean, there's now it's not the, the boring conversation of, you know. So what? What, you, what have you been doing? You know? lately, right? But now it's what you've been doing for 15 months. <laughs> That's true. And I listen to a lot of old time radio. And a lot of... I think you can just say radio, right? Uh, not at all. <laughs> I'm just we're, kidding. We're vibrant it's an old radio joke. All of that. But <laughs> the, uh, the, the, radio, the, the radio dramas, and it was all going on either during the war or right after the war. The big one, WW2. And so that was, that was the specter, and it was in everyone's rearview mirror at that time. And there's one program in particular doesn't, apropos of nothing, but the, the beginning of the narration goes, the war changed the world and everyone in it. And yes. I think in the years to come, and maybe it's already here, we're going to say that about this pandemic, change the world and everyone in it. And I think really that we're just coming to grips with the, the changes that have taken place. I mean, right now it's like, it's like the last day of school. We're just so glad to be out and free and to be seeing one another again. Well, the funny thing about the last day of school is when on our side they had lifted that, uh, the mask mandate for, for vaccinated, for people that were fully vaccinated, everybody's going outside like they're skinny dipping. It's a weird feeling. <laughs> really. This feels oddly refreshing, but I don't know if I can do it. And all I could think of was the last day of school, everybody goes and jumps That's in the room, you know, whatever. And it was so a, it was, right. It was such a bizarre, like you were kind of doing something you weren't supposed to do, but yes. it felt oddly refreshing. You are so <laughs> right. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's like sneaking off to the pond or the pool or the ocean and, and going skinny it's dipping. Going, yeah. <laughs> it's true. I've had Absolutely a beard true. for five, six, seven years now at this point. And I can't tell you how many people said, oh, you grew this beard during the, the pandemic. Isn't that funny? I just had someone <laughs> say the same thing to me. Yeah. You know, and and she she said uh, she said something about my beard, and then she said something about oh, you men and your beards, and it's like well, we've had them right along. You yeah, know, we've had them going back to uh, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years. But yeah, we've we've all been behind masks for the last fifteen months, so we've just had kind of long sideburns <laughs> that, you, right. that you could see. But I think you know, for what we do here in our hospitality world. That has certainly been been so changed by what we've all been through. To try to put our hand on, okay, people are coming back. What are they looking for? What are they expecting? What's going to be different? What what different foods are going to be? Are people going to be eating now that we're back from having eaten at home for the last fifteen months? I, I'd be very interested in that. Uh, I, I feel like everybody has that favorite food from. In the college, you know, sure. uh, I, when whether I was it's in Doritos, yeah, whether it's but it's ramen. a weird thing. Or for the first time, they smoked pot and discovered that pickles, mustard, and cheese go very well together. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, any of those things. I think a lot of people have great memories from 
when they had to stay at their grandparents' house and their grandmother made a weird dish. Sure. They had to have Some anywhere traditional else. traditional family dish or something. Or something You've weird, like a jello before. mold yes. pudding with, with <laughs> weird things with in the, or with something. With the fruit, yes. At the Spanked Puppy with Ted Tomlinson. What different foods are going to be? Are people going to be eating now that we're back from having eaten at home for the last 15 months? There's going to be something, there has to be something in the zeitgeist of, I don't know if, if enough people watched a certain YouTube cooking channel well, you know or something happened? like that. I'll give you an example like that. What Apparently we have been slicing cake the wrong way for loads many years. I think I've heard this, right? Don't you do it in a circle or something? Well, what's there's been two YouTube videos that have come out just in the last few months that you, we don't cut it in nice neat wedges right. anymore, right? You either cut it in half, you cut the you cut the cake entirely in half, lay the half, lay the cut side down, and then cut it into sticks. And you're supposed to serve it that way. The other way is... You know, there's a this is a Harvard research grant. Somebody got paid $3.5 million to write a thesis on this. <laughs> this is somebody's taxpayer money went to good use on you this. Know, you could be right. I have to look into this. The other one is you take wine glasses. And there's another YouTube video. Actually, this was an Instagram video. You take a, a, a real high-end wine glass, like a Rito wine glass, the real thin yep. ones, and you you stab the cake with the wine glass. You start on the outside, and you, you plunge the wine glass onto the cake so that it cuts through the cake. Then you turn the wine glass right side up, and you serve the cake in the wine glass. And you go around the cake with... You know, with different wine glasses, and you just kind of plunge and invert and scoop a circle of cake all the way around. Now, if you have enough of these high-end wine glasses, because these glasses are like 20 bucks a, a glass, right? So if you have a dozen or so of these, you could probably afford to pay somebody I would else say, to, yeah. to cut your cake for you. But Seems like a waste of a good wine glass. Why not put wine in it? <laughs> Another good point. Why would you? It was perfectly good on its own, filled with wine. Why are we? <laughs> I was thinking about the poor cake. My sympathies were with the cake. I had seen one where it had to do with there's a way to cut it and uh, and, and as you cut it you, you push the pieces together oh boy I if I could think that. of it now but it, it, it basically it keeps everything fresh I see and it doesn't stale out so for every cut you, you it, it goes together and then by the time so you're no done there, there, there's a alright I'll buy again <laughs> this is how but these are the kinds of things we know we're out of problems officially <laughs> when people are finding new ways to but cut I wonder, cake I wonder if you could do something like that with lasagna or meatloaf that sounds like a good research grant right Right, lasagna. I think you could meatloaf. I'm not so sure. You might, depending. If on somebody the- pays us three and a half million dollars, Bruce, we will get to the bottom of it. We will yeah. publish a, a thesis. I'm putting that out to any, anybody that's listening. Any foundation. Any that foundation wants that to fund a grant to really move us as a civilization to the next step. We will. It, and the bill is, it's about three, three and a half million, I think it would take. I think it would. I think that, that number that number may be conservative. It but, could be, but uh, I, I would certainly take it. We'll get to the bottom of it re- I would regardless. certainly take that to, to do that level of research and to to serve mankind by, by doing this. It's 
You know, it's it's kind of interesting when we think about. Okay, you you brought up the point. We've been inside for 15 months, kind of on our own. Now we some of us cooked, some of us got takeout, some of us did a little of each. But we were all kind of within our own homes and our own places apart from one another. What did we discover? You know, something that I've been thinking about is I had a, I had a job at a tech company before I bought this place. And it's very high-paced, a lot of caffeine. And then with the, the workflow, it would come in spurts. You'd be kind of all out for a couple of hours and then not much to do and then something like that. So... I found that my food patterns were more due to boredom. You didn't have anything to do. You'd get up with a couple of coworkers. You'd go walk to a deli or you'd go to a coffee shop or something like that. And you'd eat very sporadically over. And I think a lot of people that were working from home maybe reset their entire food schedule because you kind of had to figure out how this was going to be, you know, whatever. So I wonder if it's... Not just some dietary stuff that's changing, but when and how people eat, that may change too as a, as a result of this. You know what I think is going to change? You, you And you'll be able to tell me better than this. Times. It, it, are, are people eating earlier now? That's now that, a good question. Let me had, think about that. That had been a little bit of a phenomenon towards the... Well, sort of the, sort of the second wave of the pandemic... When we had kind of, we had been outside and we came inside, but then we noticed maybe it was, maybe it was out of necessity that because places were closing or, or were mandated to close at a certain hour and couldn't stay open late. What we noticed was the, the traditional dinner rush was, you know, just whenever the 70% of our clientele physically got out of work and then commuted here to Colchester because that's where they lived versus people can work from home now. They can start earlier. They can get more done and usually they can end whenever they want. Yes. So we saw that we, everybody with that, that typical after work crowd would start coming in at 4 to 4.30 versus 6 to 6.30. That, that was a big that was a big upscale. And then the weekend food uh, we noticed skyrocketed because and I'm only assuming this I think a lot of people cooked at home or just and then on the weekends it's we're gonna go we're gonna order go out, out or something or like that out so the, the ball, we're, yeah. the, we're closing our home kitchens right. for the weekend that makes sense what a traffic phenomenon is that there's no afternoon or evening rush hour right there's an afternoon rush hour from one o'clock to about three o'clock and and it's when it's the work at home crowd that just like you said gets done and then goes and does errands yeah or goes and uh, picks up the uh, does the afternoon coffee run and so you're we're getting traffic jams at 1:30 and two o'clock and and 2:45 and I've noticed that so I so again it's something that we have to be aware of in food service and in the restaurant business because we have to kind of anticipate these things. So, you know, do all of a sudden we start having extra staff on at one o'clock in the afternoon after the lunch rush? Right. Yeah. Well, as a, 
I, I think a lot of places learned this as we had to is just the logistics of handling both takeout, additional outdoor seating, stuff like that. We had to build up our staff anyway, uh, which ended up, as things transition, ended up saving us. Well, that's it. One thing I did, we were talking about this earlier, Bruce, was that we noticed today, so we had that little rainstorm today. Yes. Kind of blew through the little area. Wall cold front moved uh, in. And we've had our outdoor space open for a couple of weeks now. Uh, and obviously we had a lot of people that thought they were going to sit outside. The rain came. But it didn't really seem to bug as many people as I was thinking. People are used to now sitting outside in the yes. winter. Uh it was kind of like, oh, we know how to do this. We turned the heaters on. So we still had people that sat outside in the rain. Because they've done this before. We, you know. And we I think what a great thing that degrees. is. Yeah, exactly. This is great. You know, spring in Vermont. So. We did run out the sweatshirts into our merchandise case real quick this morning. See if we could make an extra. Good move. <laughs> always, always be closing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. But we keep the comfort food going. And uh, brunch, of course, is a force of nature here. It is. You. Uh, we heard the whole... I call them the Wisteria Lane crowd. They all live in the, the same development within walking distance here. This is their uh, their meeting up. Uh, they were singing at the top of their lungs to Journey and was Huey it, Lewis, that that and that was, that was the group. brunch crowd, the, uh, the Wisteria Lane brunch I, crowd. It is the I Wisteria like Lane crowd. I like it. Uh, and so it is a now, force of nature. Are they just getting back together? Was this kind of one of the first times uh, that they so this is back the, together? You know, this is the weird thing that... I mean, they're all in a very close social group. I know they've gone on vacations together. Uh, they're all vaccinated. Um, they, they all were respectful. I don't think there was any skullduggery going on during, you know, kind of the worst of it. So, I mean, I know they hung out. Yeah, yeah. But there's something mentally different with what's going on right now with high vaccinations, restrictions are lift, lifted. In reality, nothing's different than it was six weeks ago. You know, people are still vaccinated. It's true. You know. It's true. The rates haven't gone up. Something's changed yeah. psychologically that well, we we're seeing a lot more has gone up Because the rate has gone up enough. The number of people that have been vaxxed has gone up enough so that the governor says, okay, we're within sight now. And if another 27,000. 15,000 is the number yeah, right now. This morning, yeah. 15,000 people, get your vaccines. So that's it. And, and we'll just open the whole thing up and we're back. So maybe that's what's different. I, it's nothing I can put my finger on. I'm not seeing people from large different social groups that are all of a sudden hanging out together. It's the same groups that always hung out before this, during this, and after. Now, I, you know, I'm, I'm traveling these days, and all of humanity is back out on the highways. Between, between That was a nice 15 months before that, wasn't it? It really was. It was, <laughs> it was a little weird being the only one on the road, but you know what? It was... It was much much better all of humanity between between vermont and boston is back on the highways i mean the highways are jammed they're back to they're back to more than what they were before so looking forward to have all those boston drivers up here i yes. can't wait <laughs> well they're on their way believe me <laughs> because the restrictions are lifted uh, just about everywhere and people can't wait to come back and then once we open the border you know, we keep hearing rumors that the border yeah. is going to reopen. That uh, you know, we'll we'll get all of our wonderful visitors back, and that is exciting. Um, I'm very excited to get. We're having supply issues with Canadian companies. 
uh, for some reason, they can smuggle tractor-trailer trucks of pot through the border, but I can't get Labatt Blue. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, a way to work this out. Let me tell you, these companies are talking to the wrong tractor-trailer <laughs> to get this product over here. So I'm very excited to hopefully get the, the border open. I do know somebody that we both know in the radio industry that is uh, new, started newly dating a month before the pandemic. She lives in Canada. Uh, Canada. They have not been able to see each other now for 15 months. I'm sure that poor guy is ecstatic when that yes, border opens. Gonna be, there's going to be a movie of this. They're going to run across absolutely, the border. Yes, there's going to be between. That's one of two. One of two poignant stories about border, international borders, and 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 uh, romance without borders and things like that. The other one is the poor person whose car was stuck in the airport. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> the airport garage, and and they, they were trying to figure out. They had to negotiate the parking fine. Yes, or the the parking charge. <laughs> It wasn't a fine. It was it's a like charge. the movie The Terminal. If remember where Tom Hanks is yeah. stuck in the airport for, yes. you know, he doesn't have a country or anything. It's we're gonna see people kind of crossing the border like they're stepping into the light. What? That's it. Where are we? Well, we welcome everyone back here, and uh, and so we you have your live music back here at uh, it, at the it is. Who are we listening? So to? this is Ryan Sweezy. He is a force of nature. He's young. He's uh, he's driven. He's a great Grinder. I mean, he really. Uh, I was now, telling him he before. From? Is he from uh, he's right here from Vermont. Yeah, uh, he's a local guy. Uh, he does. He, I think he has two or maybe three albums out now at this point. Excellent. He's played in a lot of real big contests um, and won them. Uh, it's it. Anybody that just breaks into the music industry and has to grind it out. The the the. The seat is so different now than it was. You know, yeah. you, you couldn't travel in a VW bus and your guitar anymore. Right. Uh, so the guys that are grinding this out for one, the amount of the talent, you get that many hours under your belt. You're just a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I respect everybody that's that driven. That, uh, no question. Yeah, so this is Ryan. We've had some phenomenal bands. Last uh, Friday, we... We had a booking error, so we had to find a band that morning. They oh, hadn't why? played together since the beginning of the pandemic. They were 15 year, 15 months rusty, and they crushed it. They just awesome. had the whole place on their feet. Great. Uh, so the live music, that's the biggest thing that, that we're feeling is you can get up and dance again. You can yeah. hang out. You don't have to leave after an hour. Like, it's... It's the old vibe again, you know, just great music and your friends and people are dancing and socializing. Uh, and that, having the live music back is just... I mean, and when it, on the same, our governor changed the mask mandate that Friday that we opened up our live music series. It was... Did you have it in with the governor to do that? <laughs> if I did, we would have done this a, a few months ago. <laughs> We'd have a lower tax rate, too, if you can hear me. There we go, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if the governor tunes into this program or not, but we hope that he does. I would assume so. We actually, Everybody else does. You're you're absolutely right. There's a good possibility that he does, because I, I have heard I have heard that it's a good possibility that he does. So well, we, out of we the 15 the million listeners you have, Bruce, vast. It would be vast over <laughs> giant swaths of New England. Yes. He the couldn't world, be the only one that's not listening to the this The world program. is my playground. 
So it's, uh, but it is great to be back here in the Outback. Um, hey, this is where we, this is where we first got acquainted out here at, in the <laughs> Outback here at the Spank Puppy, and it's great to uh, be able to come back here. The first of many visits. This is, uh, we're very excited. It's, uh, you know, we're on the, as every restaurant out there is probably dealing with right now, the supply is, the supply and the demand of, of everybody wants to get out. And it's, yes. it, it is extremely overwhelming. We have a great staff. They're sacrificing. I'm sure every restaurant out there is ecstatic to see people. But it's it's a lot harder, you know. There's well, a staff. It is. it is the staffing issue. Was staffing an issue. is massive. Well, you have a tremendous loyal staff. Uh, you stuck with them. They stuck with you, and that really wins the day, as 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 is being found out by many, many, many people in this business. And so, maybe that's one of the one of the different things. I mean, I keep hearing that we're never going to take anything for granted again. And maybe this is another one of those people. I will. We. I mean, I love our staff immensely because it's a tough job sometimes. They're sacrificing themselves so that I can do well. I mean, there's. I'm a huge. I'm aware of that. Uh, They do well too. But (laughs) you do well when they do well, and so they're helping themselves. But but right now, uh, the staff is the most precious, important. Everybody has got to realize now how important people are uh, versus. A lot of other things, maybe. You know, I'm sure there's... If I could have had another two, three people through this, I would have sacrificed quite a few things. So it's great. And and the, the overwhelming response that people are now, even though, and I've talked about this, you and I have talked about this a lot, right when the pandemic hit, how many of uh, the clientele would just overly tip the staff and just yes. thank them so much. Now on the other end of that, it's coming back because I think people are realizing how hard it is to find staff, how hard people are working. They realize, oh my goodness, we just ran an ultra marathon of this and everybody's still here. So it started with just the generosity from a lot of the people. It's, you know, just... That's great We're to also hear. Grateful That's great for each to other. hear that it hasn't that it hasn't stopped. Um, I'm hearing some concern over people's behaviors, and yeah. it's. I mean, I don't think it's too much more complicated than the example of, you know, it's the last day of school. Everybody's kind of kicking up their heels, and some people are going to kind of run outside of the lines. Absolutely. And so these things are going to happen. I mean, to to us on. The customer side of the table, hey, we were locked down for 15 months. Were you really locked down for 15 months so that you could come back and act like this? Be nice. (laughs) And to the people on the other side of the table, you know what? Yes, sometimes these are the people that we have to depend upon to make a living. Well, I will say that one thing we obviously, yes, there is that group of people that, yes, they are skipping right through the, yes. the the rules. But as a whole, after going through all this, we're not fighting the same fight that we used to fight. Good. People are kind of used to, okay, I get it. There's rules and regulations and they're for you and not for me, you know, whatever like that. I think people are way more understanding of it's not at all the same fight that we were dealing with not two years ago before the pandemic happened where you'd have to fight tooth and nail on the basic There's human one thing decency. I, one thing I would, I would point out that I have not heard any of the other chatter 
on uh, in in social media or anyplace else. The fact that on on the server side of the table and on the hospitality side of the table, you know, we're the show. Yeah. When, when we are serving, we are the show. I mean, I'll never forget. I was I, I I've been in the broadcasting business for 75 years, and you had used to have to work a lot of holidays. You don't look a day over 80. Right? I don't understand that. I started wow, that's... very young. <laughs> and once upon a time, you had to work the holidays before yes. automation and technology, yes. and some some still do. So I was I was fairly young going into work on Christmas Day, and you know thought I was the only person in the world that had to work on Christmas Day, and grumbling, 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 and I I. Took tuned in to a, a talk show on a New York City station and there were some Broadway performers being interviewed by a host and the Broadway performers and, and the question was asked hey what's it like having to work on Christmas and I'll never forget this one actress said look we never forget we're somebody's present yes somebody absolutely bought a ticket to see us to give as yeah. somebody's present and so on our side of the table on the service side of the table we're the show yeah you know you, we you may be serving someone that hasn't been out for 15 months yes you may be serving someone that has is celebrating an anniversary that they didn't get to celebrate or you know the, the graduating class of, of 2020 I'm gonna get emotional the graduating winning class of 2020 that didn't get their graduation Um, and so we have to keep this in mind it's always 70 degrees and sunny and the show must go on I think about that every Thanksgiving which we're, we close for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well actually I have the same thought on both of those days because I'm a huge football fan and What's, that's the greatest tradition we all have, especially on Thanksgiving. You just watch football all day. And, um, and so we have to keep this in mind. It's always 70 degrees and sunny, and the show must go on. I think about that every Thanksgiving, which we're, we close for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well, actually, I have the same thought on both of those days because I'm a huge football fan. And... Which, that's the greatest tradition we all have, especially on Thanksgiving. You just watch football all day and right. kind of pick out. But there's an entire, there's three teams or six teams. Right. They, they have all the infrastructure, the broadcast, they all have to work. That's, right. That's, a, you know, just a day for them. And how much joy do we get out of that? Uh, I, all of us are so, I know for a fact from talking to our staff, they're just so happy to have made it through this. Yes. We're all just happy to, to see each other again. You know, it's... Yes, uh, yes. Without a mask. And you and you can tell. You can tell just walking through the Spank Puppy as you walk in the door, walking to the table. Uh, every Everybody has a different, just a different sentiment, a different emotion. Well, I will tell you this. I have six staff members who I saw their face for the first time two <laughs> weeks ago. It's a bizarre... Isn't that something? It's a weird sort of... Yeah. You know, because you know, we hired a lot at the, at the beginning of the pandemic. And nobody... Right. It's like, hey, who are you under that mask, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are quite beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's like... There you go. Well, we're so glad to be back without masks. We're so glad to be back at the Outback. We're so glad to be back with live music. We're so glad to be back with the great food. And uh, everybody is uh, is just, well, we're, we're, we're glad we made it. I'd pitch 
the two things we're known for, but they're so expensive. Lobster rolls and chicken wings. You, you can't get lobster or chicken wings now. The two biggest things we're known for. I can't. Who knew you'd be you would be a restaurant of luxury items? Well, I like I was telling you uh, earlier. I think with the last we checked for for uh, a case of the lobster we get from Nova Scotia is now five hundred bucks or something like that. That's it's, amazing. It's well past the realm of, of the possibility. This, the heck with this cybersecurity and these these uh, these ransomware hackers. They're going to start holding up people I know for it. lobster. I know. I will trade now one sheet of plywood and a two by four <laughs> for one lobster, and I think we've got. I think that's about an even trade. Or one Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Bitcoin's a little shaky, but no, I, I'm, I'm with you. The other thing is the plywood and the and the two-by-fours uh, and the chicken wings and the lobster. Those are the most valuable items in the world right that's now. That's it. That's a durable good right now. That is a household purchase. We are selling our lobster roll with some attractive financing possi- possibilities. <laughs> Very low APR. Are you going to have to start putting the rapid fire, speeded up right. speech? Uh, right. All the disclaimers at the end. Available it's at the end. Thirteen months, same as cash. <laughs> if you want to finance a lobster, and uh, come and see us today. What's it going to take to get you into, into a this lobster, lobster roll? roll. <laughs> Perfect.